0: Welcome to The New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal, to provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Cynthia Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. It is, um, well, it's just an honor to do this with you guys, and I'm really excited to dig into today's content. Um, man, <laughs> I'll tell you, I feel like every time I record, I am in a new environment, and um, after after being like settled into my office, having like some nice time carved out to record my podcast this week. Uh, things just did not go according to plan. So here I am, I'm on the run again. You might hear a bit of background noise. It's kind of stormy where I am, so I apologize for that, but it's pretty calm right now and I think I'll be able to get most of the recording in here before the storm hits. So um, we're gonna dive right into the content today. Uh, today's episode is called Scan, Don't Camp. Scan, Don't Camp. So, Cynthia, what's with the quirky, hard-to-discern title? Well, let me tell you, it has so much to do with freedom. You have no idea. You don't even know what's about to hit you. Um, <laughs> scan, don't camp is a phrase from one of our, one of our lessons here in Deep Clean. And it's, uh, it's become a little bit of a, of a motto among some of our clientele. Um, but it really is, is based on this whole idea of paying attention to what you pay attention to. It's kind of the idea that what you stare at grows. What you think about grows. And we have been told by, you know, one thing or another that, you know, we just think about what we think about and that's the way it is or... Uh, you know, like every thought needs to be followed up, or if you have a bad thought, then oh, that's a bad sign that means this and this and that. And it's not even that we've been taught that it's that somewhere along the way, we kind of draw these conclusions. It's simply not true. You have you have choice over your thought. There, there are sometimes things that influence that like mental illness and trauma and, um, you know, certain environmental conditions and whatever else. So it's not it's not a perfect system or theory. But it is to say that what you stare at grows, that is for sure. Whatever you think about is going to become a bigger ordeal in your life. So, scan, don't camp really um, comes from the whole premise of looking at your past. One of the risks with our approach to freedom from pornography here at Deep Clean is that you can get so caught up in your past that you actually lose sight of the future and you don't even engage in the present. You are so caught up in your past. And so it's, it's a little bit of a you know, a, a tightrope. It's kind of a double-edged sword because we want to look at our past and we want to learn. We, we want to understand you know, what were some of the incidences and contributing factors of my past that have led me to this place you know, and, and some of these problems that I need to get resolved. So on that front, looking at your past is great. But of course, if you do this too much, or if you do this um, you know, without the right guidance, if you do this in an ungodly way, it's going to cause more harm than good. And that is why we tell people to scan, don't camp. Um, another way that we say uh, is you only look at your past long enough to learn. You only look at your past long enough to learn. So we don't want to dwell there because the past is the past. We can't change it, can't do anything about it the most we could do from our past is learn. That's honestly the absolute most you can do with your past is learn. And if you do it well with the right techniques, the right assistance, you can actually rewrite some of your past and really uh, set yourself up for a good and glorious future. So that's what we talked about, Scan, Don't camp. Now, this actually came up in one of our sessions lately because one of my clients uh, very astutely applied this concept in a completely different setting. And I just thought it was so profound. I had never thought of it, but it was really wise. And it was in regards to looking at women. And he talked about how that phrase has been really helpful for him to just to think about, yeah, I look, I might look at a woman because she's attractive. That's the scan. You know, an attractive person catches my attention, but I don't camp. I don't stare. I don't double take. I don't spend any more time there than I need to. And I love that. I love that application. And I thought I just thought there was a lot of wisdom there, um, because again, you know, we've done we've done other episodes on this and handling attraction, and I'll link to them in the show notes. But you know, <laughs> um, it's one of the things that we probably beat ourselves up the most for as guys is what we look at and for being attracted to things that actually God has made us to be attracted to. So it's it's crazy that we would condemn ourselves when really God's made us. Uh, you know, to have, to have attraction. And it's okay that you look at somebody attractive, but you just want to make sure you scan, you don't camp. So that is, that is really the crux of the message, but I wanted to, uh, of the episode rather, but I wanted to mention two things uh, just as I kind of uh, wrap up here. Uh, Number one, I was listening to a podcast the other day um, and it was with Andre Iguodala. So I'm a big basketball fan. If you don't know who Andre Iguodala is, he's a I think he's a three-time NBA champion, maybe four-time. Uh, at least three-time NBA champion was part of the dynasty with the Golden State Warriors and has been to the finals uh, I think it was 6 years in a row until this year. So he's, you know, just a well-accomplished basketball player and in his younger years, he was a high-flying Athletic dunker. He was super fun to watch and he's become a lot more, um, you know, just I would say well-rounded in his game and, um, you know, was a really interesting guy. So he was getting interviewed by J.J. Reddick who's another, you know, good known b- basketball player, uh, one of the better three-point shooters in the league. And basically uh, they were asking him stories about what it was like to play for the Golden State Warriors who have been this dynasty team and have had two of the greatest shooters of all time playing together and that's steph curry and clay thompson and so they're just you know asking for stories about these guys and what was it like and and all this kind of stuff and um there's just there's so much to be learned um but one of the things that he said about both uh both steph curry and clay thompson who uh, again are uh just lights out shooters is he said they both have memories of a goldfish they both have memories of a goldfish um and what he was getting at is that Steph Curry may go and shoot 10 three-pointers and miss all of them. He misses 10 threes in a row. He's going to shoot that 11th with just as much confidence as when he shot the first one. The memory of a goldfish. He, he forgets quickly about the mistakes. He forgets quickly about the past. And he, as he's dialing in for that 11th shot, all he's thinking about is shot number eleven. He's not worried about shot number twelve. Not worried about shot number one through ten. He's just focused on shot eleven. See that—that that is what it looks like to scan and not camp. Now, the it, it the idea is that you are so agile in your mind that you are able to look back when it's useful because you know Steph Curry and Clay Thompson will watch. Uh, game footage. You know, they'll watch footage from their their previous games and they'll learn from the mistakes they made. They'll run different plays. They'll make adjustments here and there, but they only do it when it's beneficial. They're they're not beating themselves up over the misses. They're not getting in their heads about uh, you know missing ten shots in a row or whatever the stat might be. They are simply moving on, scanning when it's necessary when it's necessary, but not camping. And I just thought that was so powerful, just a really powerful illustration of what it looks like to, uh, to scan and to not camp, to, to be very selective and very intentional about what it is that you actually focus and fixate on, uh, really, really important. And so uh, let me use this to remind you that you may have failed a thousand times, okay? You may have tried to get free of lust to get free of pornography, to get free of masturbation. Uh, you may have tried to stop sleeping with your girlfriend or, or sleeping around with strangers. Uh, maybe it's worse. You know, maybe you're, you're going to see prostitutes or escorts. I, I don't know what your situation is. And I don't know how many times you've done it. But I want to let you know that your past doesn't define you and that all you want to do from your past, the only thing you want to do is you want to learn from it. That's it. That's the only thing that your past has to offer you. Is lessons learned. Lessons learned that you can leverage into your future to make better decisions and better choices. And so we only look at our past long enough to learn. (coughs) Excuse me. And we do not camp. We only scan. And all of it is so that we can make the most of this present moment and that we can set ourselves up for success in the future. That's what this whole thing is all about. So if you're gonna dig into your past, make sure that you do it with wisdom with caution and with the intention to scan, find the parts that are going to be useful, work through them and don't do not camp, move on and continue forward with your life. Another episode that I'll link back to, uh, we did a a three part series on the triple threat. And the third part of the triple threat threat is regret. And regret is one of those nasty things that can really um, seep into our thinking and cause us to stay stuck in the past. And, um, and it kind of, it just works against this whole principle. So I'll I'll link to that as well, because, uh, this is something guys go through. You know, I've worked with clients who just think, man, if I, if I wouldn't have struggled with porn or, um, you know, one of my clients who was struggling with a lot worse than porn. And I remember him saying like, if I wouldn't have spent all that money, if I want to spent all the time, I, I can't imagine where I'd be in life now. You know, I can't imagine how much money I would have, you know, invested for retirement and how much I'd be able to offer my kids and everything else. That, that's a regret thing. Like it, it kind of makes sense and we can understand the senti- sentiment. It's not actually going to be helpful for him to keep thinking that way though. Th- those thoughts aren't going to be useful for him to have a better future. You want to learn from the past. And then you want to ask yourself, how do I make the most of this moment based on what I've learned from my previous experiences? So finally, let me leave you with Philippians chapter four, (coughs) excuse me, verse eight and verse nine, which say this, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Some translations say, meditate on these things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. So this, this scripture to me embodies this principle very well. It is that we we are conscious of the things that we meditate on. We might scan through our past, we might identify parts from our mistakes that are gonna help us in the future. But the things that we actually camp out on, the things that we really sink our resources into are the things that are true, the things that are noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. These are the things that you really want to sink your resources into. So let me just remind you, this is not simply about not thinking about your past or not dwelling on your past. This is about finding the right things to dwell on, the things that are lovely, true, noble, just, pure, praiseworthy, excellent, and so on. You have those resources at your disposal. Use them well. Use them wisely. It will go so well with you. Hey, thank you so much for listening. And um, if you want some help you know, working through your past, if you catch yourself stuck in regret or, or just feeling like you need to get through some of these parts of your past with a little bit of assistance, that's what we're here for. You can go to my website, satheasam.com, find out more information about our programs. And I do set aside time in my calendar every single week to sit down with guys like you who are interested in taking their freedom to the next level and and really joining something um, that is going to Propel them into their destiny, into their future, and ultimately help them move on from wounds of the past and mistakes of the past and become the man they were made to be. So, if that's you, you can check out my website. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have an amazing day, and we'll talk very, very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at sathiamesam. Thanks again and see you next time.